Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pushing Through Blue podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dane. Apologies if I sound a bit nasally. I'm uh, just coming off the cold. I think the cold has run through my family. All my kids have had it. Uh, now I've got it. So it is good times, but it is that time of year to uh, to catch the cold. <laughs> so uh, yeah, hopefully this doesn't sound too bad. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're good. Super grateful to have you here today. I'm recording this on Monday night, 24th of June. State of Origin's over. We're back into the week. Oh man, that weekend. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Always goes fast. Always too fast. If you guys are new to the podcast, welcome. Great to have you here. If you're a regular listener, thank you so much for showing up time and time again. I really do appreciate it. Hey, before we jump into the episode, a couple of quick items here. Uh, first one, I've been li- listening to a lot of podcasts lately, uh, one of which I've discovered is the Osher Ginsberg podcast. Many of you know Osher more as his uh, previous name, Andrew G. For those outside of Australia or may not know Osher, he's a TV and radio personality here in Australia. He's probably more recognized for his work on the Australian music channel, Channel V, uh, shows like Australian Idol, and more recently, he's the host of uh, the Australian te- television series of, or version of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But as a sidestep from all that, he is someone that has struggled with anxiety and panic attacks and weight issues at a young age. He tried drinking away his anxiety and depression, and he's been through a number of significant life changes that have caused him to go through suicidal tendencies and psychosis, which he talks about, yet somehow he's managed to rebuild his life seek professional help and has now created this really awesome podcast where he shares his own mental health journey whilst also sharing stories and interviewing people with really really easy listening conversations the guests are awesome super interesting it's just a real genuine podcast it's a great listen Uh, and certainly if you enjoy listening to this podcast i definitely recommend you go check out osha's podcast and another part of the osha's podcast that i really enjoy is that he does this weekly friday morning check-in episode so it's a quick check-in episode that he does every Friday, talks about what's been going on in his world, update on future guests that are coming on to the podcast and where his head's at and what, you know, what is he learning and what has he been through and yeah, it, it's it's a really cool check-in podcast that I seem to enjoy as much as I do his regular Monday guest podcast. Personally, I really enjoy it and I really want to see if I can create something very similar to these check-in episodes through this podcast. I think it'd be a great way to not only connect with you guys more, But just have that interaction, and I think I can manage to do a quick check-in episode once a week. So if that's something you're interested in listening to, reach out and let me know. Yeah, keen to hear your thoughts on that. On this episode, guys, I've got no interview, but I was recently asked onto the Megacast podcast by the amazing guys over there at uh, Ultra Super Mega uh, to join in on a podcast episode that they wanted to have a chat about um, mental health and surrounding mental health within our video game communities. If you haven't listened to the Megacast podcast before or checked out the awesome content and community over at Ultra Super Mega, I highly recommend you do. It's an amazing community of awesome people. In the episode, I talk on the podcast with the hosts Perko, Wilco and Butters all about mental health and video games, signs to be aware of that may point to a friend or a person you know online to be experiencing a mental health problem and who may need to have a chat, how you can approach the situation And how do you yourself know if you need to talk to someone or seek professional help? And what are the ways you can seek help? Guys, as always, a very important disclosure message. Neither myself or any of the people on this podcast episode are trained mental health professionals. If you or someone you know may need help or may need to speak to someone, please know that you are not alone and that there is help available. If you are in Australia, please do not hesitate to call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 
It is okay not to be okay all of the time, but know that you need to fight because you and your mental well-being is absolutely worth fighting for. I hope the conversations shared in this episode provide you with value, strength, and give you some new perspective. Guys, enjoy the episode. As always, much love. Take care of yourselves. Welcome to the Megacast. I fucking told you all we'd be back. It may be two months, but uh, we're back. Sorry. I guess. <laughs> but um, look, it has been about two months. So so yeah, welcome back everyone to the Megacast episode 113. Lucky. Lucky. Before we left, we sort of said that we had some soul searching to do and stuff like that. And I know I did mine. Um, Wilco, it sounds like you did yours and Butters, you sort of did yours as well. Timmy's not yeah, back typically. yet. Uh, we do hope that he will be back. Um, he, he will be back. I just... Yeah. He needs, he needs a little more time. Need yeah. a little more time than us three, which is fine. Hey, this is probably a really good segue into what is our um, first interview coming Yay. back. Um, and you know, we've been talking about doing this for a very long time. We've been asked to do this for a very long time. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And we've been. And we, it's something that we've wanted to do. So, look. Uh, full disclosure before we get into this, guys. It could be a bit heavy, but you know. It's something that's very close to all of our hearts, especially over the past couple of months and us doing our soul searching and stuff like that. So without any further ado, welcome to the podcast, uh, Dane Peavy. Thanks for having me on. It's good oh, to that's be okay. here. That's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a while. We've been trying to get you on for a little while, actually, and I've just been a slack bastard, realistically. No, that's all right. I'm happy to be here right now. Yeah. So for those who aren't in the know, Dane Peavy sort of hosts a podcast that focuses on mental health and well-being called pushing through blue yeah it's just my my own thing yeah, nice. on the side that i've that i've started i uh i've been listening to podcasts for a long period of time been wanting to do a podcast for a long time didn't think i'd go in this direction but look i thought there'd be a lot of value in uh in my mm. own you know mm. personal journey and and i just really wanted to um share that and help share the story of, of others as well and and just promote mental health awareness so I guess a little bit about what the podcast is. It's an interview-style podcast. It's a platform where uh, I have guests on to talk about their own mental health journey with the big focus about creating awareness to mental health, having these open conversations, and, and really just trying to smash through that stigma, you know, that all the um, misconceptions about mental health and, and, and just mm. how common it is. And I think through the stories of others and their own perspective and their experiences, I think it resonates with a lot of people. I hope it resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, and, and just creating that awareness. And I think sometimes it just takes the right person at the right time and for you to 100%. listen to and, and for it to resonate for you. So, yeah, it's a little bit about So, that. I guess it's no secret that, um, I mean, this is our first episode back. So, it's, it's no secret that we all took some time off to sort of do some soul searching and stuff like that. So, we wanted this, this sort of return podcast to have a focus on this sort of stuff because it is incredibly important. And just look at a disclaimer first, guys. None of us on this podcast to health professionals. If you think you need help, please seek it. And we'll get to that at the end. But again, like we're not in any way, you know, we're just having a chat about stuff realistically, um, but we're, we're not health professionals. So if you do, you know, if you you or someone that you know, or you think that someone that you know needs help, please, you know, seek that professional advice. Wilco and Butters. Oh, hey, hey, you Yes, how's it going? <laughs> so you reckon it's safe to say that gaming is pretty much a sedentary and solitary pastime like i mean it, you can play with other people but realistically a lot of the time you're kind of sitting unless you're playing couch cop and stuff you're kind of sitting by yourself playing your game yeah to to a degree i mean the, the way it is now uh with things like discord and that you can you can 
be social while you're playing to a degree but mm. yeah ultimately you are just either sat in your lounge room or sat in your office whatever by yourself just fiddling with a keyboard really 100 percent. yeah mm. i think um, so don't i was okay. gonna say i think not only is it solitary but it's also um it's always been put with uh basically escaping because you're always trying to be with mm. be someone else in the game especially obviously role-playing games and all that kind of stuff but you're you're definitely trying to to be somewhere else or be something else and that's always um been something that i've 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 played with in the past and i know a lot of other people have is, is yeah. playing games to escape from stuff so even if you are doing like butter says with discord and stuff like that generally you're doing that in a, in a much different frame of mind to what you normally would be in the, in the real world as well so yeah but i mean even still like there are nights where like i will come home from a hard day at work and i'll be like you know what i don't even want to get on discord tonight i don't yep. want to i just want to sort of chill out in my room put mm. on a single player game and just lose Tune myself out. in it zone out you know? yeah yeah mm. forget everything 100%. so no, i, I guess first of all that's not dangerous we're not we're not saying that's a bad thing but we're, i guess we're just sort of emphasizing the fact that gaming is a pretty solitary and pretty sedentary pastime. You don't really get much physical activity while you're playing games unless you're up on the Wii Fit 24-7. Yeah, so, dude, say that um, to the... um, what are, What's the Beat Saber guys? Yeah, the Beat Saber oh, guys. Whoa. That's a pretty intense game. <laughs> but, um, Dane, I guess, is there a way that... I mean, short of going to your locals and stuff like that, is there a way that you could probably make it more social if you wanted to i guess is that, is that something that people should look into i mean it's is it i mean it, you hear of friendships and stuff developing over years i've got mates that i really only know online mm. um do you reckon there's any sort of danger in that or is it is it a, you know is it different to having friends in real life yeah i mean like i've i've been in a position where due to listening me just you know being a fan of podcasts i've met some amazing people within mm. you know this community uh, whether it's USM or 8-Bit or just the communities around us. And a lot of them I haven't, you know, met in real life. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't been to PAX yet. I've been, I've been wanting to go for the last couple of years, but just, just life events come up. There's many of these guys that I speak to on the daily, but I just haven't met in real life. Mm. But I, I've built these strong relationships with them. I've built strong relationships even with yourselves and Wilco. You and I have caught up a number of times and yeah. Maddie, yourself, um, we've caught up and uh, we've been very fortunate to do that up uh, here in Brisbane. But, you know, there's a lot of these guys that are based in Sydney and Melbourne and, and catching up with, with them, I haven't done that yet. But I've still got, I still know from, you know, socials and speaking to them now and again and knowing what they're up to as well. And I think that is a good segue into, you know, the relationships we have with gaming because a lot of us within these communities, we may not be, it's, it's not like the old days of the N64 where we huddle around, you know, a 68 centimetre TV and, you know, the four of us are sitting there playing on, you know, on the 64. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. If you were fortunate enough, you know, I had a 51 centimetre, but, um, no, you know, just, just getting close and was it one of those like um, you know Spider Man ones that you see in the Target with the the round, round backing on it? Yeah, but it was even cheaper those. than that. It was just grey. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. um, that was some dangerous yeah. days, but because getting hit with a blue shell in range of a of a brother or something is is oh, not yeah. is not good territory to, to be stepping on. Oh. But you know that's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I mean, just like a lot of the time we're playing online and, and we're playing with when friends and you know like I, I had a really good uh, night last night. No, it was the night before. Sorry, when I joined. Um, uh, one of the guys in the community, Eric Such, he does Nintendo by Numbers. He's just started doing streaming on YouTube because he's a YouTuber, does oh, films nice. on Nintendo. Yeah. And so, like, 
it's awesome to see that the community, a lot of these people, if not like 99% of the people that were in there, he's never met before. You know, it's just a community that he's built over the last couple of months. Just a like-minded interest in Nintendo and, and positivity and just having that sort of community. Because I guess that's, that's a big thing about our communities. We're all about trying to find common interests within video games, whether it's Sony and Nintendo or just a, a range of things. But because there's, there's so much choice, it's just trying to find these communities that, that really resonate with you. And there's so much positivity, you know, in this one and, and that one. And, and so jumping on there and playing Mario Kart. So like, if I want to just zone out, if I want to just yep. play you know, a game that I just want to dive into and just a bit of escapism, I can pick it up at any point in time. It's always been my go-to. It's been my go-to since I was 10 years old, back in the SNES days. And having it on the Switch makes it just more Portable accessible. now, that's dangerous. Oh, yeah, oh, it's so good, so good. But yeah, just, just jumping on the stream and, and jumping on and he's doing the stream and he's got everyone in the community all right guys let's jump on you know there's eight or nine of us in there and there's some people from 8-bit and it it just reminds you like how good it can be to play you know video games games with the community as well as opposed to like just playing by yourself like i had so much fun but yeah so there's some really good communities in there yeah, definitely. So, and, and USM is another one, like 8-Bit's another one. If, if you do want to join communities, then, then ours are always open to new people. We've had an influx recently and it's been great. A lot of those people have mm. stuck around, which is awesome. But um, yeah, look, as much as gaming is, you know, quite solitary, it can't, you can mm. make it a very social thing, but it's still okay mm. to sort of, you know, to, to want yeah, that solitary time a, as well. Um, like, I think in the in past when we had couch co-op and, and those years we're talking about with the, with the big old TVs and uh, blue shells and brothers punching each other out uh was very social <laughs> back then or it could be um we did go through a phase probably for about 10 years where it was extremely unsocial where couch cop sort of faded away and, and it was like, like early in the ps3 life cycle yeah. or like midway through like early yeah. in last generation but where it but, was like yeah but the internet really wasn't wasn't a thing that was um a lot of people, especially in Australia, could could get their heads around and get actually into it. So, well, but in the this, PS3 didn't have fucking voice chat for a lot of its yeah, life. Exactly. So you know. But so, yeah, I think especially in the last probably three to four years, I've noticed that where it's just with with the invention or the the, the, the bringing the market of Discord, um, and and especially other th- and streaming in particular. Streaming's a big mm. one. Um, I think it's turned around. It's almost back to those days, or or even bigger and better than what it was back in Catchco because obviously that was your mates um back then they were your close mates that you'd, you'd grown up with or whether it's family or, or, or neighbors down the road but now it's mm. like i've got people texting me on facebook right now from over in england that are consider me really good friends and, and stuff like that and um the biggest example is butters here on the podcast was at my wedding only a couple of weeks ago and yeah we, we you know we met online through discord mm. and 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 twit, twitter and streaming and stuff like that so um, I think it's it's gone so much further than what it was in in the past. Yeah. So I think it's um it, the community aspect of it's growing massively at the moment, which is great. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're looking for that, if you're looking for that part of gaming, it is there. Just seek it out and find it. But I guess we'll move into if if like, those friendships are already established, like we've talked about, you know, yourself, Wilco, and Butters and stuff like that. I've seen it online as well. How can you tell if a mate that you've never met in person is feeling down? And, you know, like, what, what do you do in those situations? Like, it's hard enough to talk to a friend when you know them personally, face-to-face, mm. and it, it, they're hard enough conversations to have. How do you even tell if someone that you've known for six years and only ever spoken to online is feeling down? What should you look for? Like, what do you... Do they just disappear for a while? Or Because some people, like, we're, we're lucky enough that in USM, if one of us is feeling really shitty, 
Mm. We're pretty good now. Never used to be at the start, but we're pretty good now at saying, hey guys, I'm having it pretty fucking rough. I'm probably not going to be around for a couple of days. And then you'll find that a lot of the community will reach out and say, hey man, you're doing okay? Like in, in a couple of days time anyway. Mm. But what do you do yep. if like, you, you know, you mate with someone and you think something might be wrong? How do you, what do you, mm. what do you do? Yeah. And like, not to step on anyone's toes here and jumping in, but I think that's a really really good point that you bring up like and that's what i try and create with my podcast is just having that conversation like for you reaching out and you know taking a step backwards that's like that's part of self-care as well Mm. that's you knowing that look hey guys i've got to make the decision to step away for a bit you know i'm not going i'm I'm just i'll be here but you know i'm I'm stepping away and and just knowing and letting others know because i think that's a huge thing just having that conversation or even just letting people know that you know you're doing okay or you've got to step away because like yeah. you said like there's some telltale signs you know when it comes to especially like you know anxiety and depression things like anxious or worry or you know uh, feeling unhappy i guess when you look at gaming as well going back to the relationships that we've relationships that we formed and the communities that we're in a lot of it is done on socials so you've got to look at these social platforms you know mm. whether it's twitter instagram facebook you know it's primarily twitter in discord and a lot of it a lot of it you don't see you know, these telltale signs. Sometimes you've really got to take a step, you know, be a bit more proactive. And, and the, the, there's communities like USM and, and 8-Bit that do this, is that you've got to be a bit proactive and know, like, what's going on in people's lives, do you know what I mean? And, mm. and you soon, like, friendships create personalities. You start to know people's personalities, their characteristics, their mannerisms, you know. That's part of forming friends. And part of that is recognising something might not be right. And whether that's, you know, whether that's changes in behaviour or it's like, you know, emotional outbursts. And over time, you know, over guess over time, you've got to see the translation between yeah. that forming through social media. And that's what I've been trying to do as well. And I think when I look at socials, I applaud those that come out like you, Maddie, that say, look, hey, guys, I had a rough day today. This is, mm. you know, this is not going full heavy, but it's, hey, guys, I had a really rough day today, but I'm okay Tomorrow will be another day or, you know, something yeah. like that. And you can. I, and full disclosure, I never used to do that. That's And, and again, full disclosure and, and don't want to get too personal here, but I've, mm. I have been seeing a professional for, mm. well, I don't, I don't anymore, but I, well, I was seeing a professional for the large point of last year. And like that yep. was something that I really had to work. Because at first I was just like, no, nah, I'll fucking deal with it. You know, first and foremost, it ain't weak to speak. But yep. I was like, yeah, I'm not like, you know, fuck it. No one wants to hear about this shit. I'm not going to talk about it and just deal with everything you know personally yep. so that that's that was a very very difficult thing for me to get in the habit of doing because it's you know it's 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 very hard to do like especially when you're that mindset you're like oh people just think i'm whinging and all that sort of shit but no it is you're right it's important but at the same time it's um it's fucking hard <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely like and and not going again not going personal but i was in the same boat you know i went through some stuff as well Full disclosure, like I went through anxiety and depression, and the, and I guess the reason why mine turned from you know a temporary mental problem, which you know life is life, and we're all going to have ups and downs, and I guess the biggest thing with identifying the difference between like mental health problem and a mental illness is that a mental health problem can be temporary. You know, mm-hmm. it's not as severe as a mental illness. A mental illness is when you know it does go. You know, it can go for a longer period of time. Yeah. How long is a longer period of time? Some people say three weeks. Some people say four weeks. I I look at the severity. As to mm. like you going, th- having a mental health problem that continues, is it becoming so bad that it's interfering with your own life? Is it interfering with work? Is it interfering with you and your downtime? You know, that's, that's the big difference. And I guess we'll, we'll dive into that about, you know, recognizing that as well as we're doing now, but also mm. like you just touched on, you know, seeking mental health and professional mental health. I am a massive 
advocate for that. And I think yeah. mental oh, it health... changed my life. Yeah, it, it, and it does. And like, I'm also, I'm speaking from experience as well. From someone that was going through his own struggles and not really knowing where to turn, you know, and not really wanting to talk about it. Having to, Talking about it was the biggest thing for me. I feel that if I had started talking about it earlier, then it wouldn't have become a mental illness for me. It would yeah. have just been a mental health problem. I'm having a lot of combination of things in my life that are quite hard at the moment, like many other, many people do. Instead of having a chat about it to someone I trust, someone non-judgmental that I can just talk about what's going on and get their perspective, I didn't. Mm. I was like I was like many, and it is. And this is the one thing: mental illness and mental health. It is so common. You know, yeah. it's so common. Thirty to fifty percent of people will go through a mental illness within their life. Yeah, right? 100%. in Australia. One in five people in Australia will go through a mental illness within within any year. And yeah. of that, unfortunately, like one in three will just not seek help. And that's where we have this big issue. It is so common. And like just having these conversations prevents it from becoming a mental illness. Yeah, 100%. But, but, also, but also just... um. Just looking out for your mates and, and going just going back to where we first started here about what are the sort of the, the signs as well. And I guess you've got to look at social media being our biggest platform and looking at signs, you know, is there a consistency with this person having these sort of tweets as to it's a bit of a depressive type tweet? Is it a reoccurring thing? You know, is something going on in their life? Sometimes, you know, mm. you might have a friend that, you know, someone's passed away in their life or they've broken up with someone or they've had a, a significant life event. And I tell you what, you being a friend and taking a proactive approach to know like what's going on in their life and you reaching out to them, like just sending them a direct message, you know, Hey, how are you going? You know, I, I know this is all going on. Did you want to have a chat? Are you doing okay? That, that changes lives. Like I know people talk about it, but when you're in a headspace, when yeah. you've got a lot of stuff going on and someone reaches out to you, personal message to reach out to say, mate, I'm here. You know, if you want to have a chat, I know you got stuff going on or, hey, I'm just feeling that something's going on. Mm. One, one uh, example I have is, God, when was it? It was probably about four months ago. I've been playing online with a mate of mine for about a year, pretty consistently. Mm. Never heard him rage. Had never heard him rage before. And then I think in a one-week period, three nights in a row, he fucking lost it at this game. Like just was like, fuck this and rah, rah. And you could hear him throw his controller and he'd rage quit. Mm. And like, we'd all sit there in the party afterwards and go, fuck, that's unlike, you know, I won't say his name, but I'll say, mm. fuck, that's unlike him. Jesus. And then I think it happened the second night. And on the third night, I called him afterwards and I'm like, man, are you right? Like, are you okay? Like, it can be, it can be things like that. Like, it's just anything uncharacteristic. And it turns out that he was just having a really shit time at work, but you know, it, it's that sort of stuff. Like it's, you know, if you interact with them online, look for those behavioral changes. If if someone doesn't usually rage and starts raging, or if if they start joking about they've got, you know, nothing to look forward to and weird shit like that, that, that mm. there's still things that you can listen for with your online friends that will probably give you a pretty good indication of how they're feeling overall, especially if, you know, play with them on a consistent basis. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and I think, Moving um, forward. Oh, sorry. Just quickly, okay. I think... Um, for the shit we give the internet for being so trolly and, and negative, um, I think the best part is that in the gaming side of things, if you do reach out or you do say things like that, I think the the, the people who count on the internet anyway are, are very quick to do what Dane said and uh, actually Agreed. reach out and, and, and be there. Because I think all of us have been through it at some stage or other, so they, they all understand. Mm. So it, uh, That's the, the very good side of the internet um, from yep. my angle anyway. Now, here comes the hard part. How do you talk to them? Like let's say let's say you've you've noticed a mate and you they're just being like I don't know let's say that um, three nights in a row they've made mention of you know how oh they've just 
everything's fucked and they don't, you know, they're just over everything and they just couldn't be bothered anymore. That sort of yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, what? Why? How do you? And this is something that I've have fucked up actually recently. What do you say? Like, how do you open that conversation mm. without mm. it turning bad or or sometimes because some look sometimes you'll you'll ask if someone's okay and they could respond in a hostile way. They could respond in a yeah, of course everything's okay. What what the fuck are you talking about? They could respond in a dismissive way. They could not respond at all. So how should mm. you approach a situation where you think one of your friends is going through a rough time and you want to talk to them about it? Uh, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, look, on, honestly, what from my experience, I would just open dialogue of any kind. Um, mm-hmm. Generally, if that person is going through something that they that they is troubling them, they'll either shut down and then you can uh, then you can approach if it's okay. But it, generally, if you just get a conversation starting with them, they'll want to talk about it if they're in that that frame of mind and it'll just come mm. out naturally um obviously if it's more serious then then yeah I've, uh look uh, talking to them and actually asking them if they're okay or, or, or something like that is, is a lot harder but just opening up dialogue and, and then being there to listen when the, when they want to talk back is generally one of the biggest biggest starters on my end mm. anyway yeah and yeah sometimes even the just the the fact that you're having a chat with them even if it's not about the issues that they're having can sometimes just be enough for them to go, hey, maybe shit isn't so bad. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I've, I mean, I've asked the uh, like, are you okay? How you feeling? Those sort of questions are, are, are great starting points. But I mean, recently I had a, a very good friend of mine who it was clear as day that they were not having a good time and are having a really, really shit time actually. Um, mm. And tried a few of us had tried repeatedly. Um, to talk to that person and it was always just yeah of course just fucking leave me alone that sort of you know that sort of attitude mm. um, and I fucked up and I'll, I'll tell this I won't say who it was but I'll tell the story I, I got them around for a couple of drinks and I put them on blast <laughs> like in the lounge room um, ended up in a pretty heated argument about mm. the situation and I, I didn't I did not handle that well at all it, and it did not go the way that I wanted it to um, but I think I ended up sort of yelling like half yelling at the person saying mate you, you know we all know that you know you're not doing well it's fucking okay to talk to us like we're your friends blah 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 blah, blah. and i did not handle i was very disappointed in the way that i handled that situation um but i mean it is important to know how to talk to your friends about this stuff because it is important just don't do mm. what i do and fuck everything up but it, it, it ended out pretty good because you know it, it, this person actually walked away from the situation went holy fuck these guys actually do care and um, yeah. ended up. So ended even up, as, yeah. as negative as you are on yourself, I think that might have just you might have read the situation, and that's look. Like I said, any kind of dialogue generally does help. Mm. Anything that gets the person thinking that you you do care about the, them and the situation they're going through, and gives them an opportunity to then unburden themselves onto you. And mm. if you're there to listen, um, like I said, that's that's the key part. But. Uh, any kind of conversation is is there's no real bad way unless you shut them down and and just cut them off at at any point and don't listen. Or, or if you yeah, you've got to be like you've got to be willing to help. Like you don't yeah. offer help and then not help. Like that's one of the things that's that I've sort of noticed can any. suck ass mm. sometimes, and it's happened with me. Be willing to help. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't be a dick if you say you want to help. Actually, help. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm in agreement. We'll go like it's just a matter of just opening that dialogue. Mm. What I've learnt to understand as well, and that's just through learning, as we all do, is that sometimes people don't want to open up about it, you know, or they don't want to open up about it at certain times. And as much as you sit there with hindsight, going, "Mate, you'll feel better if you want to do it," you know, and I'm here for you to do it. 
it's just about making them aware that I'm here when you're ready to talk. Yeah. I'd love for you to talk, but if you don't want to talk, that's absolutely fine, mate. You know, you just know that there is support around you and that when you're ready, we are here for you. And you've got to, you've got to come from it. Like people that talk, I've talked to people that, that really want to talk, but they don't want to talk with, you know, they don't want to talk with family. They don't want yeah. to talk with friends. They're more than happy to speak to someone else, a stranger that, you know, they might have met through someone else that may have resonated with them or, you know, they've, they've got their own story. I find as well that a lot of people around me that have gone through certain things, you know, that, that have come out and sort of told their story of whether it's, you know, the socials or whatnot, just saying, hey, I've actually gone through a really bad period here, but I'm, I'm doing really well. And this is sort of, you know, what's happened. It's amazing, especially on socials within these positive communities. If you see like the, the comments that come through, especially like key people in communities, like, oh, you know, thank you so much for opening up about this. I'm actually going through this too. And this gives me strength, mm-hmm. and, you know, and like, that is amazing to me. It's, it just reminds me that there is there are so many people out there that are just sitting in the darkness mm. and not speaking up. And yeah. it just reminds me, someone said it on a podcast episode of mine, he just imagines it like we're all sitting in a classroom. The majority of us have uh, got these mental health issues, but if so, no one's talking to each other yep. and we're all just sitting there in the darkness. And if someone just has this conversation or someone, a key person in that room starts an open dialogue to say, hey, this is what's happening. You know, it's amazing the power of that, that it can start the conversations going. Yeah. But yeah, even just talking to your mate, just making sure that the dialogue is open, that you're coming from a non-judgmental place, you know, be supportive. Yeah. Like you said, Maddie. you know, if you're going to help before reaching out for help as well, and someone mentioned this on my last podcast that I did, and I thought it was really interesting as well, be aware of yourself. You want to be there for your mates. 100% you do. You should be there for your mates. But you've also got to be aware of your own mental health at the time. Yep. And you've got to be careful that if you're going to help someone, know that you're in the right mental health space to help them and it's not going to impact you as well. Because sometimes the truth is it can be you might not draining. be doing 100%. You may not be doing well yourself. And whilst you know, you've got your mate here and he needs help, sometimes you just can't take that load on with mm, what's going on true. in your own in your yeah. own space. And I think you just got to be mindful of that as well. And also know like know your boundaries. Like if if you go in there to help someone and the conversation starts getting, you know, a little bit deeper with in deeper, relation to yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So it, when it gets starts gets a little bit heavier on certain topics where you know, well, okay, this is sort of out of my depth. No, that's fine. Acknowledge that. But know that like there is help available out there. You know, there's lines out there, hotlines as well, like suicidal hotlines and, and all these awareness and help services out there. So no, don't feel that, oh man, what have I stepped in? I need to like do the best I can here. You know, just mm. just know that th- there's people around you that can help you. There's organizations that exactly. can help you. And know that like I always say, if you come to a point there where you just really want to help a person, always refer them to your doctor. Yeah, 100% GP, which is exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. I, the, 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 going back to the conversation I recently that I, that I, you know, was a, it got heated and stuff. That's the only thing I was after was like, mate, I don't give it, like realistically, we know something's wrong. I don't care if you don't talk to me or any of us, but you, or, or, or you, you just got to fucking talk to someone about this because it's not, yeah. you, you're not okay. We know you're not okay. And man, it's, you know, we don't, we don't like to see you unhappy. We just want you to be happy, bro. Like that was, you know, mm. anyway. But now, and that sort of reaction as well. Sorry to cut in. That that actually yeah. that reaction as well. The amount of times that I've heard someone when they've got a lot on on their mind, you know, when when someone's got a lot on their mind, anger seems to be the most common reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a defense mechanism. It's a big leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they hear you. Just 
be aware that they hear you because I've spoken to too many people that have gone, it's that they sleep on it overnight. And the next day it's like, ah, shit, you know, I've fucked up. That's exactly what happened actually. And and that's, (laughs) that is so common. If you're, if on, if you're on the brunt end of that, right. And you've gone in there with all the best intentions to say, mate, we just want to help you. Um, We're here for you, whatnot. And you get blasted. That's not great, mm. right? But at the end of the day is I know nine times out of 10, that person, once they sleep on it, once the next day, once it all the dust settles and they get perspective, which I'll go into a little bit later on, they, they will feel it. Like I spoke to someone today mm. about this exact same situation and they've just said, mate, I've got a lot going on. I blasted someone, you know, and I fucked up. And I said, mate, we'll just reach out to them. Tell them mm. that you're just having a bad day. Just say, sorry, mate, didn't really mean to take it out for you. But just know that you know, it is a common reaction. Yeah. It's just the perspective afterwards, just a reaction. It is a real big defense mechanism for a lot of people. Mm. So now we've spoken about your mates and stuff like that. And realistically, if you do have a mate that you think needs help, do please just ask if they're like, you know, just say, hey, man, hey, how you doing? Are you okay? Like, you know, um, that sort of, do reach out to them because it is imperative that, that the people that you care about know that you care. I'm sure that mm. they do, but it just, it is that, you know, that extra goes a long way sometimes. Yeah. But how do you as an individual know if you need to talk to someone or see someone, or need some help. And I'll start this off, I guess, by saying, if you think you might, then you do. Like, if, if you've got any thought in your head that goes, fuck, man, maybe I need to talk to someone. Yes, you do. That, 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 <laughs> 100%. That, that thought is there for a fucking reason. If you've ever mm. sat down and gone, fuck, man, I'd, I'm feeling really stressed. Maybe I, you know, maybe I should just go talk to someone about all this. I'm feeling pretty shit. Yes, do it. Do it. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Reach out. Do it straight away. Yeah, as an individual, well, it's, yeah, 100%. That, that's been my experience uh, over the, the 30 years that I've been alive is, yeah, whenever I get that thought. I haven't actually mm. gone to talk to a professional about it because after I've had a chat with a mate or something like that, generally I've felt like I've got a handle of the situation again. Um, yeah. But yeah, 100%, anytime it's always been, maybe I should have a chat to someone about this. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's huge, buddy. Because I mean, that's that's the big thing. And I mentioned this earlier in the podcast episode. It's just that the power, like when you know, life is life, and we all go through ups and downs, as I mentioned. Yeah. But to know that, like, hey, the last couple of days have been pretty shit. You know, I've been pretty low, or you know, these things have happened. But the power of just going to someone and having a chat, you know, with someone that you trust or a mate, or, you know, a family friend, if you've or a family member, if you've got that, it could be just so powerful. And like the relief and the perspective that they can provide to you can really get you out of what you're feeling. Yeah, um, and just get it off your own chest too. That. Sometimes, yeah. depending on what it is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it can be huge. But let's say that you're—I mean, this—and this, this, this is getting hard now. But let's say that you, as an individual, you don't think you need help, mm. but you just feel shit. Like what? <laughs> you, know, you know, like, like I guess if you feel bad all the time, then you should probably talk to someone. Like, really, life is like life is difficult. I don't. If mm. if life wasn't hard, there'd be no. We'd hold no value to to existing. I don't think so. Life is supposed to be difficult. If you know, if it wasn't, it would just be easy and be pointless. So mm. you're gonna go through hard. Everyone's gonna go through hard times in life. That that's that's the whole fucking point of it. You learn and you grow, and you the hard times outweigh. You know, they weigh with the good times, and hopefully you live a life that has more good times than hard times. But mm. realistically, if if you're you know like you're not supposed to be miserable, you're not supposed to be empty. You're not supposed to have this crushing hollowness that wants to swallow you or anything like that. If you feel any of these things, then even if you think you're okay, probably talk to someone. Like it, mm. you know. If, I guess it's hard to say. I, like I if, think also too, if if you're feeling alone, um, yeah, alone. You, you're generally not alone. Life is always better with friends around you, 
and I think I, I've let go of a lot of friends over a lot of time and, and, and gone distance from them for no reason other than I just didn't want to talk about things at times. So mm. um, I think that's another key factor is if you if you don't know what your friends are up to at the moment because you haven't talked to them in a while, maybe just reach out and say, hey, what are you up to? Or, you know, I know that's, yeah. that's harder than, than anything else, but, you know, you should be having contact with other people because, like I said, it's just better life is so much better with people around you and friends to talk mm. to so 100 yeah and it's amazing like when you reach yeah, out a lot of people are a bit concerned like i think maddie you mentioned this like if you start talking about your feelings it almost feels like you know oh i'm having a whinge or whatnot but as you've seen especially within these communities you put it out there that you want to have a chat with someone or there is so many people out there just like yeah you know like have a chat with me or you know there's just so many avenues there and people that just want to help you and just want to have a chat with you and and see you better because that's the whole point of these types of communities. They they want to you know, grow with you and, and be there with you. Support the hell out of each other. That's what it's all yeah, about. I think I think Dane t- touched on it accidentally the best before where he said the darkness and um, generally just talking to someone, even if it's not about what's going on, just talking about the latest games out or, or you know, soccer on the weekend or whatever it is, that just lets a little bit of light in. Um, yeah, I, you you can see to... things aren't aren't as bad as what, they, what you think they might be just by, by seeing it through... Through, seeing life through other people's eyes, I guess, mm. rather than not not just worrying about you know someone helping you, you're seeing that someone else is actually enjoying themselves. That maybe things aren't that bad, mm. and that yep. light gets in, and then slowly that's that's a, a road to a better life anyway. So. And spending mm. time alone can be it can be a beautiful thing. It, a journey yeah. of self discovery can be a, a gorgeous thing, but it can also be quite crushing for yeah. for for full you know for, again full disclosure. Over the past eighteen months is the first time I've ever lived by myself yep. ever in my entire life. And mm. I work now over the past 18 months by myself in a little office. Oh, it's actually a massive office, but I'm there by myself. So there can, I can go days without seeing another person. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, that was something I didn't even realize was wrong mm-hmm. until like I was talking to my psych at the time and, and they'll like, say, so how you feeling? I'm like, man, I just, I don't know. I feel fucking weird. Like I just don't, like you're the first person I've seen in days, and just saying, just just saying that out loud, I was like, "Holy fuck, he's the first person I've seen in days." <laughs> yeah, like I didn't perspective. I didn't even fucking realize. Like I'd, I'm not, I'm actually not seeing anyone. Like it was, yeah. So it, it can be a being alone can be beautiful, but can also be fucking hard. Um, mm. So if, you know, if if you are feeling alone, as Wilco said, then just know that there's plenty of communities and people out there that that don't want to see you that way. With, they've got open arms and you more and even welcome just to, understand you know. like there is so I, I would hazard to guess that everyone in one of our gaming communities knows what it's like to be in that position and yep. knows how bad it is but has come out the other side and is happy to talk to you at any stage 100%. yeah that's it 100% yeah. and just going back to that individual side of things it just should be known as well like sometimes it's very hard like like Maddie you said it's like sometimes it's the hardest thing to convince yourself that something's wrong you know mm. sometimes you just have you don't have the clarity sometimes you just your head's just in a cloud you just can't see what's around you and sometimes you need the perspective of others to tell you like I've, I've spoken to a number of people and you know they've gone and, and sought professional help through a conversation through a friend mm-hmm. hey we've noticed that you know are you doing okay we've noticed these sort of things happening or you posting this or you acting this way you know is everything okay and it really sometimes having that conversation you know whether it's on a particular day or particular time where they've caught you or the right person speaking to you about that 
it can really trigger something in you to say, hey, you know what, you've brought this to my attention, you know, or you've created that awareness, you planted the seed. And whether that clicks in straight away, it might take a day or two where you start seeing it in yourself, these patterns. And that's the power of having these conversations, you know, you to a mate and mate to yourself and looking after each other and just being open and, and like having these open conversations. You know, and I, th- I think that's a big one. Sometimes mm. it's hard to see. Sometimes there's a lot of people, even you know, including myself, sometimes it's hard to see if there's something wrong with yourself. Sometimes you need that other perspective, just like you, Maddie, he's talked about um, speaking to your therapist, you know. Yeah. Sometimes if you voice things, it's amazing. You're like, oh, wow, you know. And, and, and sometimes that's a big part of, of therapy is that it provides this non-judgmental place where you can talk openly and air things and half mm. the time you self-discover things as well about yourself and yeah, they, the shit that comes out you're fucking pretty pretty shocked about sometimes you're like oh fuck i didn't even realize i was feeling that way whoops <laughs> like, mm. absolutely yeah, yeah. hey and if you're one of the uh, there's one we haven't touched on yet and it's a it's a very very important one um uh the and I, I feel for all you guys out there the people that might know something's wrong but just don't care they think they're not worth it or they just don't want to get help um man you are worth it and you do deserve better you deserve everyone in this life deserves to be happy unless you're like a serial killer or some shit then you you know fuck off but um but you know you do you, you deserve better and please please try and find that for yourself like it's you know that's yeah, it, from the bottom of my heart please you know that's that's that, that, that's got to be a rough way to feel and i, you know, I, feel I for think you guys the biggest you. thing that i from people from people i know is um if things go to the ultimate end you will be missed. People yeah, will hundred percent. People will one hundred percent miss you, and people do care for you. You do matter, yeah. and and yeah. you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, what are some ways that people can get help, guys? Because we've, we've this is a pretty heavy this is a pretty heavy topic, and look, not all the podcasts are going to be like this. We did want to focus on this, and we we've always we, we wanted to do a podcast like this for a while. So, thank you for sticking with us, and we know it's a heavy topic. Um, but how can people get help? For their friends or for themselves if they need it gp yeah, <laughs> yeah look i'm i'm a big like as you know i'm a big advocate for for mental health mm. um with regards to seeing your doctor like we, we're all so different you go like okay so you go to a pt for your physical health do you know what i mean mm. they're gonna look at you up and down they're gonna work out you know your body weight's this you got to do this you've got a crook leg whatever so they're assessing you it's the same way when you go when you mental health you know mm. you've got to see a professional that looks at you they provide you treatment for you you know what you what the treatment you receive might be different from someone else so like if i if someone have asked me from your experience and from the experience that you've seen from people around you have you got any recommendations yeah if you are in australia and you feel that you need to speak to someone then i suggest that you go to your doctor go to your gp speak about the mental health care plan it's amazing mm-hmm. it's not amazing because i didn't know about it you know and this is the thing but it's awareness mental health care plan go see your gp speak to them they have the ability to refer you through to specialists via the mental health care plan, which and basically allow Medicare rebates, guys. You get a hundred percent. It's worth doing hundred percent. Yep. That's what and you I get do. up to. You, you get up to it's it's up to ten sessions, so you get yeah. ten, up to ten sessions with a therapist. I think the first six. So what will happen is that you'll go to your doctor. Make sure that you like a couple of finer tuned things as well. So make sure like when you're about to speak to your doctor about this, you know, organise, tell them that you're there for the mental health care plan because in Australia they need at least twenty minutes with you to go through that. A lot of people yep. just go in there. Hey, I got a bad back. You know, my toe my my toe sore. Oh, by the way, hey, I've been feeling this way. You know, no, yep. it doesn't work like that. Go in there 
tell them that you, they're about the mental health care plan. So what they'll do is they'll go through just a questionnaire, you know, determine how you are as a duty of care as well as your own mental health, where you sit on a scale. And if you're eligible, then you get referred to a specialist. They will help you find a specialist within your area. You'll have access to the rebates. Sometimes, depending on where you are in Australia as well, you might get it for free, you know, depending on where yeah, you're at. I think I got like 80% back or some ridiculous amount. Mm. Like it was really, really good. I think my sessions mm. ended up costing like 60 bucks each or something like that, um, yeah. which was awesome. Like it was very good. Oh, yeah. But yeah. And, and even just like just extending on from that, seeing a therapist... Please don't get disheartened if you go see a therapist and that therapist does not gel with you or you feel the diagnosis does not gel with you. The amount of times that I've heard someone say, hey, have you gone and seen a therapist? Yeah, I did. And it was terrible. So that's... I tried it, but it wasn't for me. So I guess that's me done. Like, you know, like it's no, it doesn't doesn't work that way. Like, you you know... And it doesn't, like you, you need to, it's just like a personal trainer. That personal Mm. trainer may not be good for for you. It might not be a good fit for you, but you've can't let that um you know you can't let that stop you you got to keep fighting and that means Mm. that you just got to keep trying try someone else and eventually you will find someone that you gel with eventually you'll find a diagnosis that you feel is right for you and that way you can start looking at treatment that's well suited for you and looking at treatment we're all so different i mean like you know a lot of people talk about especially for me it was all about I did a lot of trial and error, you know. Yeah. I, I tried medica- uh, medica- med- med- meditation tapes. Um, didn't work for me. It works for a lot of people, just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So, and soon, like, you try things and you work out what works for you. It's a pure trial and error. For me, through my own journey, I know that it, it comes down to fitness and perspective. Yeah. Fitness, I was doing a lot of fitness last year. I do, like, uh, interval training, just do it in the mornings. It helps me. Like, I don't know whether it's the... The endorphins running through me helps with, you know, any sort of anxiety. It just absolutely just helps me. But I know when I'm not, like I had five months off, you know, when I wasn't doing anything and I found, you know, yeah. I was just a bit moody, you know, I would be a bit snappy, you know, just little things. I'm back into it now and I'm, I'm loving it. The other thing for me as well is having perspective, like, uh, you know, people that have heard me talk and, you know, especially on my podcast, perspective in life is so powerful. It is so powerful for me to take a step back and I completely understand sometimes it's really hard in the moment. Yeah, it can be. Whether, you know, you really, you know, you're at work, you're stressed out of your brain or, you know, you got family stuff going on, it's just stress, you know, kids are running everywhere or whatnot, whatever it is, sometimes you just need to take a step back and realize, gain perspective. Like, if this job doesn't get done at work, is it going to be the worst thing? What is, like, the most important things? You know, just before this podcast, we were talking about, you know, what's been going on and, you know, Friday night, my little boy, Lincoln, three years old, he um, had an accident. He, mm. He's he's fine, but he fell over. Another boy fell on him. He actually fractured his arm. So, you know, Actually. straight away as a parent, like you've got to be prepared for the unexpected. So off to the emergency, children's emergency hospital. Yep. I've been in there four times. And every time I leave that place, it's the same thing. I walk out of there just with a completely different yeah. view and perspective. Because you see, like, yeah, you see other you kids know, that are... You think... Yeah, yeah. Oh, like just, just like it just really gives you this new perspective. There are people out there so much worse off than you. And like, that's not to, you need to validate your feelings Mm. and that's not to diminish how you're feeling. You need to recognize how you're feeling because that's how you move forward. But sometimes for me, having perspective to realize like, is this as big as I'm really, you know, in the mindset of, of putting this on, you know, there's, and taking a step back, the whole, you know, forest from the tree. And, and sometimes you've you got to walk through, like for me, you know, you've got to walk through a children's hospital. You've got to go to a you know aged care facility where it's like, see the regret in these guys' eyes for the, for the time they may mm. have wasted or whatnot. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just need a real 
I don't know, for me, for me, I'm pretty speaking from my experience, sometimes I need a bit of a kick in the pants when I get a bit low just to go, you mm. know, hey, here's a, ref- here's a reminder. Do you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, and that's exactly. a good thing about, that's a good thing about having kids and I obviously Wilco and Maddie yourself and, and Butters, I don't know if you have kids. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm I don't. I'm going to go with... At least I'm okay, aware uh, of. Butters is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. There you go. He's part of the family. But like, you know, having ch- that's another one of the gifts that having children has provided yeah. me is just having the perspective to know like this is what matters the health and yeah. well-being of my family and i keep that in my mind i i take that daily and it's, it's something that i i work towards every day and it's something that i just got to mentally it's it's retraining the brain do you know what i mean because mm. it's so easy to fall into bad patterns you know negativity and there's so much noise and negativity out there in the world and the unfortunate thing is you know us gaming communities there is so much negativity, you know? We there is a lot, yeah. That's one thing they're actually so trying much. to turn around on the megacast is we're going to try and remove a lot of that um, mm. over the coming, you know, the coming months and, and stuff like that. But it's going to be, yeah, agreed. There's a lot of negativity think, out there. Yeah, I think you, you touch on kids as well. And a lot of gamers now obviously have kids and, and are dealing with this as well. But um, a big thing for me is uh, how how I'm treating myself and how, how I'm going around acting obviously has an impression on the, on these kids. And mm-hmm. you've got to try and remember, give them the best chance if, if you're going around being negative, mopey, and, and just overall uh, an annoying little shit all the time because things are going bad, that's how your kids will end yeah. up impression. That's how they, they see the world needs to be, and that's when they grow up that just without even knowing. That's yeah. you that, know you can pass that on just straight that, like that. That doesn't mean mm. to just just smile because you no. want the kids to smile. You know, it it, mean, it means taking taking some positive steps and and there there are plenty of ways you can get that help there's websites like beyond blue and stuff like that there's a plenty of helplines out there i mean a quick google search for mental health help in australia is gonna show you a slew of places checkpoint i think if you're in the gaming community as well is another one as well uh dane's podcast pushing through blue there's a bunch of different things that you can sort of you know tap into if you think that you might need it and look you might not need the full mental health care plan and going seeing a professional you might just need to talk to someone for a bit and that's more than fine but just you know please you don't ignore it and don't don't mm. ignore a friend that you think might need to talk to someone either because the repercussions can just not not be worth it and but, uh, just assume it's going to be okay yeah, like, yeah you know it may just be okay but yeah. it may be okay sooner just by just by mm. talking to someone because life's fucking hard sometimes guys life can get fucking hard am i wrong yeah it can, oh, it can be fucking hard. No, hey, but that's right. Interesting extra topic that's not on there. I hate the stigma around mental health because mm. do this for me. Picture in your head right now physical health. What do you picture? You picture fitness. You picture the gym. Yep. You picture yep. being fit, right? That's a very positive mm. thing. Now, picture in your head mental health, yep. and what do you picture straight away? Depression, anxiety, mm. and that's 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 half the issue as well. We have this mm. stigma around mental health that it is such a negative thing and it's not. It's completely fucking normal. Everyone mm. goes through shit times. Mm. Not invalidating the way you feel, but but we do. And it is changing, I, but yeah, it is definitely. Slowly. Like it's gotten better over the last probably three or four years, five years. But mm. um, I've actually taken... Yeah. Do, do you realise that you're entitled to mental health days at work? Yes. Like a lot of, a lot of yeah. full-time places that you're allowed them. You're allowed to go, hey, look, man. And I've done it twice in the past year where I've just rung my boss and gone, mate, look, I'm not sick, but I, I need a... I need a head day, hey. I just I did need it. I spend one of those days with you, actually, online, playing yeah, Division 2 at one stage, which was... <laughs> yeah, it was actually hey. pretty recent. Yeah, you definitely yeah, did. And, sort of, and, that's, and that's what we both mm-hmm. needed at the time, so... It was, yep. 
um, yep. just shut and off the world, just just in in a, in a chat with a few, just a handful of people, and just to focus. Like I was going to say before, like to bring it back around to gaming, like I find myself just that simulation of playing a game, just getting that brain ticking over and focusing on something else, and and trying to solve a puzzle or whatever it is, as simple as that just takes my mind off whatever's annoying me i know it's only a small thing and it's mm-hmm. definitely not something for for serious cases but you know it just find something that that you enjoy doing and do mm. it it's as simple mm. as simple as that for, for if you are just feeling a little bit down uh just mm. taking your mind off things can can yeah. do wonders yeah and i think even just like even on the topic of video games like <laughs> i played a game called celeste you got you guys oh, yeah. Celeste. yeah celeste is very good Mm. Yeah, Celeste is amazing. And I think that was a, that was a huge eye-opener to me to have these brilliant games, but not to be afraid where video games are creating awareness to mental health. Yep. And, mate, like, if you dive into that game, if you've played it like you, Maddie, that was a... Mo- like, A, it was an amazing game. Two, the story was fantastic. But how that game just touched the hearts and minds mm-hmm. of so many yep. people to say, hey, look, you know, it's okay to have these conversations. And... That's what I want for mental health is that it's like, you know, physical health. It's like we talk about physical health or physical illness. You know, someone gets cancer. You know, there's no discrimination there. That's mm. that's what happened to this person. It is super unfortunate, you know, and I hope they make the recovery. But at the end of the day, there's no discrimination to that person getting cancer. No. Um, and it's the same thing with mental health. There's, there's, there's no discrimination. You could be as healthy as Larry. You could have never had depression in your life. You could have never suffered for any sort of mental illness. And then you know what? Something happens, you know, combination yep. of things in life or something happens in life and, and all of a sudden you're going through that. Yep. It does not discriminate. It is super common. And, you know, I just like even with this podcast and doing this episode, it's just about creating awareness. You may not need any help yourself, but yep. hopefully there's a bit of education here. There's a bit of a, a gold nugget here and there that may be able to like come to your mind if someone around you may need help. Or exactly. See some of the signs or something like that. Just bringing awareness to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and lifting that veil on the you... negativity, guys, because it shouldn't be a negative thing. We need to get away from that as a society. It's, you know, everyone goes through it, man. Everyone does. It, I can't, I, yeah, I don't think it's... I've ever met a person in my life that hasn't at one point felt down and shitty or I don't, I don't, I don't think you could live life and not, go through it I, I really don't i think it's very easy to be negative too which I, that's why it gets amplified on the internet but to yeah. be positive is it does take an actual bit of effort and it's worth it though because even if you save if like not save one person but if you make one person's day one person's day a little mm-hmm. bit better it's you've done your job you've mm. you've, you've succeeded that's all yep. we want and that's so, why I've got a massive respect to like Twitch streamers as well. Do you know, yeah. like I've spoken to a lot of tr- Twitch streamers and putting themselves out there, and and you know they're out there doing what they love. You know, they they're out there creating content, they're building these communities. You know, these positive communities are the ones that I've spoken to. You know, and they still get a lot of hate. There's still a lot of noise and and the rest of it. And like for them to to continue on making people's days happier, making themselves happier. Like that was one of the things I was really interested when starting my podcast is about like, it was fascinating to me for someone that's only just entered into Twitch as a viewer. How do these guys cope with all these things? How do Mm. they constantly create content? How do they manage their own mental health? And I've been very fortunate to have a few Twitch streams now on the podcast. And it's, it's always fascinating to me how much joy and how much positivity streaming does for their own mental health and it's amazing yeah. like a lot of them talk about having a shit day and you know all these other life factors come into it but when they hit that stream button and they push start like it just sort of fades away and they're just in there got all these these positive people around them and they're able to block out the negativity as best as they can and you know it's it's just awesome and i it think is. that Twitch is such an amazing, if you can find like a community or, or a content creator, whether it's YouTube or, you know, it's obviously video games, so speaking about Twitch, 
it's just something that you can always, you know, there's always someone for you, someone you're in a certain mindset or, you know, there's someone in there that can just change your day. Yeah, you know, and they it, know that as well. Like I, I can vouch for that personally as well. Whenever I've turned on a stream, I can I I can't remember the. There's just so many days where it's just changed my day completely. But yeah, but yeah. the reverse of that's true as well. Where people you don't even know, people are just watching you. Like we've got people in in our sort of fan group uh, or, or community that we've got that have reached out to us and just said, well, just even at PAX last year, we got to sign someone's badge from the podcast and mm. like he lives for watching people on twitch and he's got his his people that he watches and it makes his his life so much better than what it current what what, what it what could be so that's um, awesome it's it's positive both directions which 100%. is the main thing thank you very much guys it has been it's been gone a bit longer than i anticipated but it's been a great conversation and it's been something that we we've wanted to do for a long time and and, and needed to talk about for a long time um, i don't think we've been in the headspace to do it until just recently yeah, so that's true as well uh dane Mate, tell us where can we catch Pushing Through Blue and all that sort of stuff if people want to check out that that brilliant podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, firstly, guys, thank you so much for having me on the podcast and giving me this platform to have a chat with you guys about this. Like, <laughs> You're more uh, than I mean, like, thank you so much for bringing the awareness to this. We are removing this stigma by having these conversations. Mm. You know, I hope that someone on the right day at the right time listens to this podcast and it brings you know them strength and help and awareness because that's what these conversations are, yeah. helping bring awareness and break that stigma, that negativity. So, yeah, thank you so much for giving me the platform to do that. I guess from the podcast perspective, so Pushing Through Blue can be found on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, a whole range of them. If you look us up on um, probably Twitter at Pushing Through Blue and uh, we're on Instagram as well. Probably on a on a frequency perspective, trying to get it out once a month, just with you know life and work and all the rest of it. I think that's the right balance for me at this point in time. Still very in its infancy stage, but I hope it does help even just one person. Uh, yeah, thank true. you so much. More than welcome, mate. More than welcome. Yeah. Pushing Through Blue and uh, yeah, thank you so much, Dane, for coming on. It really does mean the world. And as we said, guys, you know, maybe a little bit of a heavy topic but um something that's very very close to all of our hearts and if you do ever you know you or someone that you know doesn't feel quite right or just please do reach out and you know just make sure you talk about it 